0: I threw away, I cleaned the living um, I don't living know, I
1: room. kind of feel, I was about to go on a soliloquy about body image, but it's fine. Tell me about cleaning.
0: <laughs> this is the two girls talking podcast. We're either discussing our bodies, ourselves, our cleaning habits. Your you body know.
1: is yourself. Is it? Head, what is myself? Head, heart, hand. This is the girls talking podcast that's not even what
0: you're supposed to say <laughs> oh. <laughs> where does my self exist you know
1: i don't know i listened to something weird about it this week but now i can't remember oh i yeah. listened to that testosterone episode from like a million years ago that this american life republished and there were people who like took testosterone supplements and they're basically like there's you think you know who you are and you think your physical body is like
0: just a thing yeah yeah, just
1: a thing and that your brain's in charge and then all of a sudden you take testosterone which is like physical and all of a sudden you're different yeah it's like swell you get another thing to be a mystery yeah i'm going on a date tomorrow with a boy who listens to the podcast
0: whoa maybe right? to
1: listen to this he probably Sad. will
0: uh <laughs> what's he what how did he find our podcast are you just like trying to get guys that way now is this a dating podcast and I didn't know about it wait
1: okay first of all if there were some sort of connection between people and podcasts I would be using guys to get listens to the podcast more than using the podcast to get dates okay obviously the podcast is a higher
0: priority to me I really appreciate your commitment to making this podcast a success. My commitment to art. Yeah, I'd say art, um, all that good stuff. Uh,
1: no, he found me like we were like you know messaging or whatever online, um, and he googled me. I guess I don't know. He somehow uh, found the podcast, and then he was like, and we hadn't messaged in like a week, and out of nowhere he was like confession I might have stalked
0: you oh wow I like
1: your podcast
0: (laughs) first of all creepy number two no one likes the podcast so how dare you
1: I kind of thought, okay. First of all, I was like, "Oh my god!" It's like we've been on three dates. Like, how much of the podcast did you listen to? Like, I mean, is there like are we three
0: dates? Like two hundred dates, right? Come well, on. I mean,
1: it depends on how many episodes you listen how many to, I episodes. Guess. But yeah. if you listen to all thirty episodes, yeah, mm. I mean, pretty much three hundred dates. Um, but I, kind I of felt forget, really honestly, I felt super exposed, and then I was like, "Well, I guess there's no harm in going on a date now." <laughs> Like if you likes everything, if you like the stupid
0: podcast, which is me yammering, then sure. Then I bet you'll like being on a date with me. I think you'll like the experience of knowing me. Should I I bring Amanda? (laughs) You're like, do you want to date both of us, like a sister wife type, awesome experience? Because we're down with that. As long as you like buy us cheesy fried products and then go sit somewhere else while we drink and have a good time.
1: Oh, just like our podcast. No, he could be on the podcast. It'd be fine. Like,
0: Graham. Yeah. Graham is <laughs> no, no one... dating both with the bus. I was having the saddest thought walking home from the train today. I mean, I left work because I felt too sad to be there anymore. And then um, walking home from the bus, I thought, you know, the more people get to know me, the less they seem to like me. Like, uh, I think people like me the most when they don't know me very well.
1: But I think that's true, like, of everyone. Like on yeah. this, on the surface, we all have like pretty like typical likable things. I was actually telling, I was telling Jimmy this the other night about, cause he was like, Oh, on your dating profile, do you like say like, like what you do and like that you live in a trailer and blah, blah, blah. I'm crazy. And I was like, Well, yeah, like, like I have to because otherwise, like,
0: then it's weird. Then I, would, well, like, then I would have to explain surprise. it. I'd have
1: to explain it in every message. Every single time. And I was like, but it's actually a problem. And I don't mean this in like a humble brag sort of way, but like everyone thinks it's super cool. And I'm like, no, I promise you're not going to like me. <laughs> and he looked at me super confused. Like I was being a humble brag. And I was They're like, like no. and I was like, no, everyone thinks I'm a manic pixie dream girl.
0: Mm-hmm. And then it's just me.
1: Sometimes people write in their profiles that they're looking for a girl who's, like, positive, and I'm like, swipe left.
0: Like, no, like. Do you you want to play a fun game? That's way too high
1: expectations. And I feel like I'm a generally positive person as far as that description goes. But I'm like, no, if you're prioritizing that. Dodgers, Um, no.
0: Positive, no. (laughs) I think week by week we'll eventually get through all the no's on your profile list. Um, okay, so here's a fun little game. Hit me. Uh, so your Manic Pixie Dream Girl name is your the last thing you ate mixed with whatever lotion you use. So <laughs> for me, that's Flaming Hot Cheetos Aloe Vera. Wait, why do... I feel like Manic Pixie Dream Girls just have like normal names. No, when I did it the other day, it was like Sushi Aloe. And it was like, oh, that's funny. Ha, ha, ha. But I feel like when I think about them for movies and stuff, they don't have weird names. Can, can you just play my game really no, quick? No, I, you know, the name games don't do it for me. You should know that by now. Well, it does it for me, and I'm not going to be able to move on unless I know what your Manic Pixie oh, Dream okay, girl name is. Oh, okay, I'll do it. the quiz for you. What is it? Last yeah. thing you ate? Yeah, last thing you ate. I so ate a mine. I ate a Haagen-Dazs ice cream bar. This, okay, so bar, let's say. <laughs> and and then, then what's the second thing? The type of lotion you use. I hate lotion. I know you hate lotion. Yeah. So your your manic pixie dream girl name is just bar. Could it be like... This game wasn't as fun as I thought it was. I thought it'd be like Biscuit uh, Clover. I don't know. You know, like something funny. (laughs) Biscuit Clover. (laughs) Clover on its own sounds like it
1: could be like... Kirsten Dunst's latest Zoe character, Deschanel. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Zoe Deschanel, just... yeah, we were referencing the other day that cotton commercial from Zoe Deschanel and the parody, uh, which I feel like I feel like we need to revive. Mm-hmm. Um, so the parody is missing, so we'll have to describe that. But should we go? I'll I'll play the I'll play the real one. And then we can, and then we can, uh, two girls talk it up. Alright. So Wait, can I like... Hang on, I gotta plug my headphones back in. I just need to describe what happened in that commercial. First of all, the song is sung by Zoe who of course has a iconic voice that we all enjoy. Um, and she's like written her own version of the theme song, but... While she's singing that in the background, she's like going about her day.
0: In Los Angeles. Many like, you know, cool Los Angeles places.
1: Right. Uh,
0: and she's Buying like, records, looking she's, at antiques. She's
1: buying records. She's like walking her bike through like a painted wall by a painted wall in like a big A line skirt.
0: She's uh, composing a song at her piano, like on post it notes for whatever reason. And, I think like, at one point, piano.
1: yes, there's a lot of post it notes. I think at one point she flips through her closet
0: to decide what to wear. And then she holds up a bunch of clothes to herself in her own closet, Presumab- that's what you'd presumably do. made of cotton. Zaboomafoo, made of cotton, yes.
1: So, someone made a parody Some Blessed Saint yes. made a
0: parody video. Where they and... took
1: where they took the video from the commercial. Mm-hmm. But changed <laughs> the words to the song.
0: Changed the words to the song and basically it was like Zoe Deschanel's uh, like a parody of her voice so it was really like breathy and wispy and it was like <laughs> Okay now <laughs> it's just I'm <time." laughs> But it was saying It was fake stuff like now I'm drinking water. Put water. On the yeah, piano. it was narr. It was narrating the trite. Narrating. The
1: trite scenes before us.
0: Like there. Yeah. It's. Oh God. It's so funny.
1: Both trying to uh, sh- like shed some light on them, create some meaning in them, but also point out the vapidness of pretty much any video shoot of any kind.
0: Yeah, but it was just it was it was on point it was perfectly it was so funny and i wish that like it existed i wish i could find it but oh yeah no it
1: got pulled down for like violation right
0: yeah it was and then she was like all right sorry guys
1: what about pirate bay like can we find it on pirate bay
0: i mean i don't think it was that popular that it was been uploaded by real fans of it for instance and also i I have no idea how to search to find it
1: i was gonna say i've never been on the
0: pirate bay yeah, I don't think Pirate Bay is what you think it's like. I've never caught- cost- Do you have a random video someone <laughs> uploaded about, I don't know, like, De Deschanel, but it's like a parody where they talk about her empty water glass? Oh, my God. I bet I and could get gonna- someone on
1: Fiverr to do it for me. There's a bunch of people on Fiverr that, like,
0: research stuff. Oh, maybe. Should we spend $5? Uh, yes, we should. All right. I'll open a job.
1: We'll, we'll uh...
0: Discover the Zoe Deschanel parody video. Find us re- the parody oh, well.
1: video. This is what we know. Some mommy blogger, someone made it. It was the it came out commercial
0: like seven years ago. It was is when we saw. it. Yeah, like
1: pre, like early age YouTube. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: You know what this makes me think of though? Because I said zaboomafu, is John told me once that the scariest thing in the whole world. Would be a lemur with a knife coming towards you, which I think is still one of the funniest things I've ever thought about being scary.
1: A, why is that scary? B, why is that funny? Because he's. Wait, one he's time. Scared. I remember one time when I was young <laughs> and my mom made some sort of joke and I was laughing really hard and like her and I were like riffing and like dying. I was probably like 12 and my brother died didn't get what joke it was and he was felt Mm -hmm. really left out. Oh, and he was like, what is it? What is it? And we were like, oh, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. Yeah. So frantic. We were like, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. And he like, and he like, could let it go. He was like, I want to know the joke. I want to know the joke. And I was like, well, you don't, you just don't get it. Like you heard all the words. You just don't get it. Yeah. And he was like, make me get it. Make me get it. Make me get the joke. That's, that's so pathetic how i
0: feel when you're like
1: and then da da da, da, da. and i'm like Ditter. and i wait for you to laugh yeah and, you're like, and i'm like Can you explain to me
0: both both what you just said and why it's funny because <laughs> yes. i don't get either thing <laughs> make me get it yeah i mean i've spent so many years getting it i'm tired of getting it you know anyway so it's really because like a lemur it. it's like a matters. lemur like so this is why it's funny a lemur like jumps around and jumps towards you, and it has like super wobbly limbs that are always flailing around. So if it had a knife, Is it's that like the how least...
1: lemur's move.
0: Yeah, they jump. They like they jump on their their but back they don't legs. Dance. No, but they jump towards you. All right. And they maybe, move around. Maybe all I weird. need to look up some lemur vids. I mean, do it while well, we're already on YouTube. We gotta fire it up. I like to watch all of this stuff on um, John Kim's account so that it messes up his recommendations.
1: That's funny. Uh, Here we go. We got some dancing lemurs. This is a 12 minute video, so hang on, I gotta, I gotta skip an ad. I gotta skip this ad. It's about cotton, by the way. Alright, alright. I see what you're talking about. This video, which is probably what John thinks of. They dance. They do look like they're dancing. They look like they're yeah, having so a great time.
0: Imagine a lemur with a knife in its hand. Okay. Coming towards you. It's yeah. Scary, but also like- no, it's not scary at all. It's hilarious. But it has a knife. It's going to stab you. Is it? Yeah, because it has a knife. Remember? The whole point of the joke is that the lemur has a knife. Yeah, but I mean, joke is generous at best, but
1: it keeps playing the same clip over and over again. Now I'm getting scared. (coughs) I swear something about our podcast makes me cough more. I mean, I'm still ill because, you know,
0: because it's a day ending in day. Right. It's only
1: it's only been 17 days. I don't know why I'd be better.
0: Oh, 17. You're a lucky number.
1: 17 might
0: be 18 probably today's 18 i keep track so Um, when
1: i go into the doctor i can tell them because that determines what drugs they give me
0: abigail i have a tech question for you
1: (gasps) hit me wait is this super tech support do i get to be pj vote
0: no it's a tech opinion and it's Um, Alice Alice goldman's the one that does the super tech support no um i will bet my entire life on it because wow, really? Alex is the one Alex is the one that is super techy and PJ is not
1: But I think that's why it's funny I think that's why they make PJ do it Hang on let me google
0: I remember Alex doing the first one Reply
1: all super tech support
0: I think You have to plug your headphones back in Oh
1: Super tech support. Could you hear yourself? Mm-hmm.
0: Listeners already have to listen to me once. I don't think they should have to listen to me twice, you know? Uh, well, if the, I mean,
1: if the audio gets fucked up that way, I just don't publish the episode because who could ever?
0: I don't know how to find the answer. Yeah, it's too hard. I'm going to
1: search super reply all super tech support pj 73000 results hmm. uh in number 60 oh maybe they switch so oh maybe in march 2016 alex is out and so mm-hmm. pj does it so maybe they actually both do it uh oh. alex Alex has half a million results.
0: I'm telling you, it's Alex.
1: I feel like you're probably correct that it's usually Alex.
0: (laughs) Well, because Alex was like a Based on the Google search results, I know, but but I I just thought it was
1: funny that they would make PJ do it. Like they were like,
0: "No, PJ thinks it's funny that Alex does it because Alex can't not be a total nerd about it." And PJ like dies laughing because he's like, "Oh my god, you're such a nerd."
1: I know, but Alex also is like douchier.
0: They're both douchey. I love it. Hmm.
1: I was like trying to write a joke in my head about like. Podcasters in New York and how they're Jewish and white and guys. And it was like some sort of like three Jewish guys walk into a bar. What do they do? And it's like something about a podcast, but I haven't gotten there yet. Start a podcast? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Or the next episode
0: of their podcast.
1: Bitch about, you know, how they're really trying to break the story of like what random small town chaos is brewing. Did you have a story that I sidelined with super tech support?
0: Who even knows, you know,
1: well, you don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember anything. I feel like, Oh no, you needed my technical opinion about something.
0: Yes. Okay. Abigail, I have a technical question for you. What do you think of the new Facebook stories? I don't know what that is. (gasps) Oh, your Facebook app hasn't updated so I don't Facebook, even know where my photos right now. So Facebook now has um, Snapchat and Instagram like stories at the top that you okay. make. Okay, it Facebook. went away
1: already, but I think I saw it. Wait.
0: Okay. Do you have one? Yeah. Can you show it to me? No, I would never. I've never made any of them in anything, and I never would. So I don't have that information for you. Let me watch Stevens. I guess. Who's Steven? Okay, it's literally just Instagram stories, but it's in Facebook now. That's smart. Steven makes Marr, me feel re- dar, dar, dar.
1: makes me feel really good that my Instagram is
0: not connected to my Facebook. Oh yeah. No, I mean I I pretty much unfollow anyone who does that. I think it's a crime against nature and I think it's wrong. Keep your content separate on your separate content channels.
1: I just stopped well, I stopped reading all the channels. Now the yeah, only thing I read is Instagram works,
0: stories. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I thought the other day about putting up a sign on my Instagram that said like gone fishing, I'm done here. Like I'll find catch you on the other side. You know, I was going to privatize I was going to have I was going to Was block that is everyone, that a suicide note? Unfollow. Unfollow everyone. You're going to block everyone? Then, yeah, and then privatize it and then like unblock everyone. So basically like you know so that my account would have zero Oh so they would and have it, to refollow. And it'd be private. Well but so no one could refollow. Like it would just be empty. Empty. Yeah. Well, I, I mean know, I kinda
1: like, did that. I started over. I started a whole new Instagram account. It's great.
0: I know. My I favorite
1: did. thing about Instagram stories is that yeah. I can see everyone who views them. So if at any point I start feeling like <sighs> someone's getting a little too stalkery,
0: block. That's nice. I haven't been blocked yet. Well, I only watch a story if you tell me that there's something there, though. I don't watch them.
1: Even though I, even though I'm pretty sure anything I post is like fairly interesting to you.
0: I just everything makes me sad, so you know. <laughs> I don't know why I would do anything at all. Much I'm just saying,
1: in, as your in internet consumption other. goes, of which you do a lot.
0: I don't anymore. <clears throat> life's different now that there's no google reader I don't care about Feedly Gawker's gone you know like what do I do online on the way uh, flourish gossip I know but that's only because it's on the phone it's too much I hate it My it's still blocked on my desktop I don't know how to make Facebook not blocked on my desktop so at least that's some Wait, sweet relief I thought relief you took Facebook day.
1: off your phone and then had it on your desktop
0: that was the story you were telling last year no I said I blocked the news feed and that I wasn't posting on Facebook anymore. You're cutting out, which is convenient.
1: Listeners, Amanda's cutting out, so I know you can only and- hear me. And I just want you to know that what you're missing is Amanda giving speeches about her latest doo opinions about news feeds and content. Whims. I can hear you. Whims. Oh, I don't care if you can Whims. hear me.
0: I'm speaking Mm -hmm. to the
1: recording because you were cutting out during your whole speech. So I felt like I should
0: just get it over with. Basically, I was just saying that, like, I got in a weird fight with Scott about something. Who knows? Because he's an idiot. And uh, he went to go look for something on my Facebook as ammo. And he's like, well, I was going to say blah, blah, blah. But you haven't posted since January, which is weird. And I was like, yeah. And when I wrote my comment, it gave me such great joy to know that you wouldn't have any ammo. Ha, ha, ha. And then you felt sad
1: that that's what your life had come to.
0: No, it was a good fight. And I came out on top and I felt like I really like got some good digs in.
1: I was going to try to do a tripod segment on this episode. Mm. I read all these
0: notes. Well, what if we each recommend three total? (sighs) But my, I have such cute categories. Maybe you can record the rest of them
1: when I'm not here. I don't... I've thought about doing that, and I'm like, nah. Well,
0: because you're just explaining what they are. You just put it into the segment, you know? I could do... Well, I could do, like, a B-Sides episode that's just me, but it just feels weird just talking to the air. No, it's the best. (laughs) I'll think about it. I did it for years. I love it. I'll think about it.
1: No, you wrote, like, you read scripted stuff. You're like almanac is choosing your favorite cotton dress, riding your bike in front of a painted wall.
0: I'm
1: going to get someone on Fiverr to find that for me. I'm going to, I'm going to, and I will bring it. I will bring it next episode. We're going to, we're going to be huge by April. So yeah, I will find it and I will get us all in all kinds of trouble by putting it on our podcast. I love it. So what's your tripod? Uh, You told me to do it in another
0: episode by myself. No, I said we could do like three each. I don't
1: have it as a three. I just have it as a like,
0: I have it by category. What's one episode nobody should try? How about that? Or what's one show nobody should listen to? (laughs) Crime
1: Town by
0: Gimlet. That's the only thing that I have on my list. I literally was just looking and I was like, Crime (laughs) Town, like probably the worst show ever.
1: I just, why was it so, like, unlistenable?
0: It was, okay, this S-Town show they just released, the first episode, twice as unlistenable, and I was getting enraged. And then someone was like, oh, episode two gets really good, you have to stick with it. And I was so, so angry.
1: I've listened to the first two episodes. I liked
0: them. The first episode, Jesus.
1: I At the beginning of the first episode, I felt a little bit like... I'm not so sure but then I I don't know it worked it worked on me oh I have a good one for what you should never listen to dot 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 if you want to stay awake uh huh it's called sleep with me
0: I think okay I have a theory about that one and I think that he says weird shit once you do fall asleep and it's like hypnosis and he's trying to control your body
1: okay I listened to the whole episodes None of Don't that you think goes it's weird, though? Okay, like, so falling asleep, let, let's see we, that it's in your head. Let's just okay. First of all, let's explain what the podcast is. Okay, it's this guy whose name is Scooter, and he's an actor, and he does this like weird, like he calls it creaky dulcet tones, mm-hmm. and he like talks slowly and tells stories, and like makes everything really slow and boring. And uh, loses his train of thought a lot, so there's a lot of uh, 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 uh. And the idea is that the podcast puts you to sleep. Um, and he releases three episodes a week, which is crazy. And each episode is a like lot. We, each episode is like an hour long. And so when I use it, which isn't every night, but I use it, I probably use it a couple times a week, because um, it really does just like create a space to just pass out um but i put my phone on the sleep timer so it falls asleep after 15 minutes so i Mm -hmm. always and and it turns off the podcast so it actually takes me a long time to like work through all the episodes on my phone because i hear most of them because i'll like listen to like five or so five or ten minutes and then like miss like five or ten minutes At the end of the episodes, he thanks all of his Patreon subscribers name by name, which is amazing because it just sounds like this creepy, like, it it sounds like uh, the graduation of, like, ghosts. It's like Ghost High School. Sarah. Ghost
0: High School is the scariest phrase I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Emily. Emily. Sierra. Okay. So that podcast creeped me out way too
0: much that creeped me out way too much to listen to. I couldn't do it.
1: Well then there you go. A podcast you should I mean, not I can listen fall to.
0: I I I fall asleep really fast anyway, so I don't really need it. I'll i I'll recommend one now.
1: Okay. Um, Is this a recommendation or a thing you shouldn't listen to?
0: No, well, it's a thing you should listen to. Okay. That's so we're thing. so
1: we're switching up the category.
0: I guess so. Right. <laughs> um I would say the show called The Truth is one of my favorite shows. It's um, on Radiotopia and they call it movies for your ears. So they're usually 15 or 20 minute stories, but they I do never all the police. Fully... You've never heard of it? No, it's really it's, fi- it's fiction. It's short fiction. Yeah. But they do all the, it's like a play or like a movie and except like you're listening to it, obviously. So they do all the voices and there's all the sound effects and music and it's really fun to listen to. And the stories are kind of weird and fantastical and strange sometimes. And like, yeah, it's a really good show. And I applied to write something for them once and sent them both of my movies and, uh, the, the host of the show wrote me and was like, "Hey, I watched both your things and I thought they were really great. And you know, we're not looking for writers right now, but I want to keep you in mind and maybe work with you in the future. That's and I forgot so all about that till I'm telling this story right now. So yeah, you never told him. me about that or about the this podcast even exists. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it's always weird recommending podcasts because usually it's like, well, I know I invented that podcast. So no, you know, that's so just you.
1: That's just you. <laughs> jeez. You're the only person too good for recommendations.
0: Well, I mean, if someone could recommend something I don't already know about, it'd be a different matter.
1: Case in point. Okay, listen, I do have a category which I feel like relates to the beginning of our conversation. Mm -hmm. Because I have all these different categories of my recommendations. So I'll try to record this solo, I guess, and do a b-side and see how I do doing solo. If I can record podcast solo on my own, maybe I'll branch out, and do my own podcast. No, <laughs> no,
0: don't, don't leave me. I'm gonna take
1: all my fame, all my subscribers, and leave no. you in the dust.
0: You're so mean.
1: But this podcast relates to our earlier conversation, and it's the podcast for the pre- for the person who thinks they want to date me. <laughs>
0: And I've got two podcasts on this list. Um, Nobody wants to date me enough to even get to know me, so you know.
1: And one of them is called The Hilarious World of Depression. I think that's (laughs) Uh what it's called. The Hilarious World of Depression or maybe like Depression is Hilarious. I don't know. If you Google Hilarious and Depression, you'll be able to find it. Um, And the host is someone maybe famous, but the first season, which just wrapped up a couple weeks ago, each episode is an interview with a famous comedian who has always like who has clinical depression mm-hmm. and talking. So it's these interviews about that experience. And I feel like it does a really good job of destigmatizing mental illness um, and creating a, uh, a conversation so to speak, and then since the first season ended and before they start their second season, they're doing these episodes that they're calling like placebo episodes uh, where they're interviewing listeners about their experiences with depression. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apologies for the background noise. Uh, Someone's having a party out here on the street. I might have to go join it shortly. Um, But But in the placebo episodes, they interview listeners and there was one uh, last week or the week before where this woman was talking about how she was like super depressed and like she couldn't get out of bed and she was like starting to like plot suicide. And then she remembered that she had these like Billy Joel tickets for the summer and she was like, oh, well, I guess I have to postpone my suicide till after Billy Joel. Yep, which I the size of it. <laughs> which I loved as, like, and like I laughed out loud when like, the way she said it. Because I was like, oh, my God, that, like, that kind of is what depression is like. It's like, you're like, well, here's this big, like, black square, essentially. And, like, you're, le- like, it's, or maybe, like, maybe it's, like, the, the solar eclipse where there's, like, there's something that's, like, blocking out all the happiness. But you're, there's, like, a sliver mm. where you're like, well, I guess I have those concert tickets. And you're like, that's not really enough to live for. But I guess it's enough to live for till tomorrow. Question mm-hmm. um, mark. Anyway, I like I, I I think that podcast is great. If you have depression, you'll love it. If you know someone who has depression, I think it'll help you like normalize it a bit. Um, and if you don't understand depression, definitely listen to it. Get some education.
0: Seriously.
1: Uh, I have depression. If that wasn't obvious from this segment.
0: Hey, me too.
1: Hey, um, and then the and then the other recommendation in this category was Dear Sugar Radio, which is like, I don't know, I don't want to like be all gushy, but it's very like, it's very, it's like chicken soup for the soul, you know. Mm-hmm. Just some feel-good, comforting, like. Uh, Cheryl Strait and Steve Almond, who are both two writers who have written advice columns in the past, um, they answer they answer listener questions in this really beautiful way, and the way they approach life and the way they frame relationships and choose to address um, conflict or uncertainty or fear uh, is very very empowering. Mm -hmm. And I've listened to them so much that I've gotten to the point where I can like predict what they'll say about anything, which is great. Yeah. I feel like maybe I should do like a Deer Sugar spinoff or like a Deer Sugar parody. I feel like I could do a really good Deer Sugar parody just, you know, for kicks. Though I don't want to, you know, poke fun at my heroes. Uh But anyway. So, yes, those are my two recommendations for the So You Think You Want to Date Me category. Tripod listen to podcasts recommend podcasts do you have any others
0: (laughs) oh yeah i have a bunch of podcasts that i like i'm gonna try and pick only like maybe one or two others that i really want to recommend though because i have stopped listening to almost everything um the heart i would say is one of my other must listen to most favorite podcasts which is this radiotopia show radiotopia is a great uh producer of podcasts yeah podcast network yeah they do good shows um, and it's two girls Caitlin Press and Mitra Kaboli, who uh, do the show and it's sort of it's kind of hard to describe but it's about sex and sexuality and the way that people um, interact with it and sometimes it's like stories and sometimes it's like retelling experiences um, it's very intimate and it's very like a sensual kind of experience listening to it because it's talking about the subject that everyone's so fascinated with and um, they have one episode that I really recommend called Idiot and Dummy about these two people trying to date each other and it just is such a great episode and I've listened to it a bunch in my life and yeah it's it's a hard show to recommend sometimes for certain people just because there's so much like sexual content in it but I think it is really kind of eye-opening a lot of times or kind of goes into a lot of different perspectives about different areas of sexuality and gender and that experience so. Cool.
1: Did you have another um, one? <laughs> Let me look. You said you had two!
0: Uh, oh yeah, Love and Radio. So I guess I only listen to Radiotopia shows is what I'm discovering. I don't listen this to that either. Li-
1: well, also you only listen to shows about love. That's not true. Wasn't? I mean, I feel like everyone you've named.
0: No, one's a short story. Oh yeah, you're right. One. one is about sex. This one just happens to be called Love and Radio. It's not about love, though. So Love and Radio is produced by this one guy, Nick Vanderkolk, who I think kind of, like, hates that people listen to his show. He's, like, way too cool for anything. I can just tell from the way that he does his ads and stuff. Anyway, a lot of assumptions going on there. So many assumptions. <laughs> um, but each episode is kind of an auditory experience and they're usually really in-depth um, interviews with a certain subject about a certain matter that's kind of like important or um, interesting but they're very experiential and sort of stream of consciousness and you kind of maybe don't even know who the person is or what they're talking about until like 15-20 minutes in and there's not really ever an explanation of like who like the that. person is. I don't like that. It's so good. It's hard to describe it another really pod- good. There's like-
1: another podcast that's kind of like that. Um, it's called... Oh my god, I don't even remember what it. But it's that same sort of thing where it's kind of like this. It's like this really um personal experience with the person who's talking, but you don't really understand the context right away.
0: Yeah. It's sort of similar to this, except like you can usually grasp what the context is. So, there was this one episode that was one of the more like I think outlandish or crazy things they've done where well, they have one episode that's like one of my favorite episodes of radio ever which is, or like of any podcast ever, which is about this guy who runs basically a strip club out of his house in Detroit. And it's called like Thunder J Thunderdome or something like that. And he's just such a crazy character and is such an interesting person. And listening to Nick talk to him is just like, well, cause Nick like asks a question here and there. So you kind of realize, Oh, there's someone there like recording it. But, um, usually it's just kind of like, experiencing that person in their natural habitat or whatever right um so that episode is so good and so interesting but then there was another episode they did recently where they interviewed these two women who were dating the same man and they lived in his house and all this stuff and right around the halfway mark you realize that these are like the fabricated voices of sex dolls and it's really this guy who has these two like real girl sex dolls that he thinks are like real and in a a relationship with them and so to him they're like real and so he they gave voices to like what he said they were like saying or whatever but they weren't real and so then from that point on you thought you were listening to like three people talk about their relationship but it was all just from his imagination yeah. So then from that point on, you hear like him actually talking about the mechanics of like how he feels like he's in this relationship with these two dolls and like what that's like being a person in the world who's like has this sex doll thing. And um yeah, usually the episodes aren't about sex at all. Like they did one about this woman who was on that thing that was going to Mars. And so they talked to her like she talked a lot about like what Mars would be like when she was there and all this stuff. So they're always really interesting. It's just they're usually kind of really strange. Cool. A little bit dreamlike. Well, I will
1: put all these recommendations into the show notes.
0: Mm-hmm. And then get ready for the B-sides, everyone.
1: Get ready for the B-sides. I'll try to uh, whip those up.
0: Post-taste.
1: I'll try. Oh, I man, I feel so nervous about recording an episode all by myself. You can do it. I'm going to try just because we've talked about it. I'm going to try.
0: Okay. I'm going to tripod. Uh, do you want to do Joke Life Moment real I quick? I do. I have a user submitted Joke Life Moment. Let's go for it. And then I got a really fast one. Okay,
1: uh, so Graham had a job interview this week, and it was a couple of days ago, and he had set up the interview via email with the person after he had done like a meet and greet, um, and like the person was like, "Send me your email, send me your resume," and Graham said it, and he was like, "Great, I'd love to meet you." And Graham was like, "I'm free on Tuesday and Friday, and whatever, whatever, you know." It was well done. I wrote the email, um. And so the the interview was scheduled for noon on Wednesday. So Graham plotted all the things he needed to do before the interview and executed them all, including waking up at six a m so that he would have a full six hours from wake up till he needed to be there, just in case. Walking Aww. walking to FedEx Kinko's store to print his resume, even though he had it printer at home so that it would be like a laser jet print job instead of an inkjet print job because he had inkjet at home. Nice. He went and got his suit tailored so it fit perfectly. He got nice. a haircut he got a haircut and a shave, et cetera. etc. Nice. Et um, the night before the interview, he said, uh, can't wait to see you tomorrow or whatever via email to the person he was interviewing with uh mapped out directions etc 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 told everyone intervie- interview interviews is at noon on wednesday interview is noon on wednesday interview is noon on wednesday can't wait can't wait cross your fingers Get the haircut scared.
0: i feel scared all of a sudden i forgot what the story was about which is <laughs> that it's a joke, joke life yeah. that it's a joke life moment now i'm really scared
1: and when he was telling me the story he's like this is some sort of combination of like bad luck and your own stupidity, right? And I was like, sure. He was like... Yes. Literally he was like, the definition. He was like, but also it could just be your own stupidity. And I was like, right. Oh, yes. And he was like, I guess this falls more into that category. Oh. <laughs> um. But thankfully, he did have a touch of luck. Uh, so the guy wrote him back the morning of the interview. Because Graham had, like, sent him, like, the see you tomorrow text or whatever the night before yeah the guy wrote back and was like yeah see you at 11 <gasps> and Graham was like 11 the guy wrote this at 9 30 no so Graham instantly well, like went scrolling through the thread of emails and saw that the interview was actually scheduled for 11 the time that Graham picked when he said oh my how about 11 uh thankfully he had luck in his favor he had art like he'd woken up early enough that he really had everything done and he was kind of like chilling around like waiting for his interview
0: well i'm so glad that the guy said that otherwise he would have been an hour late and botched the whole thing right i know um like and they those people don't take kindly to that behavior no so, no you know. everything about a job interview is like be an impossible human
1: I know this because I used to conduct a billion job interviews and I would always show up like 15 minutes late and make my assistant record what time the person showed up and then I would make yep. them wait forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thankfully, so Graham called me when he was on his way to be like, I have a joke life moment. It's happening right now.
0: I am living it. I am living the joke.
1: Um, And thankfully he got there. Uh, he got there. I think he arrived at like ten forty nine, and he was able to park in the like in the oh, parking structure God. in the building, and so he was totally fine. Um, of course, if he like, of course, if this hadn't happened, he would have been like half hour early, but that wouldn't have actually mattered for the interview, right? But yes, that that is the joke. Like, Graham got his suit tailored, but didn't pay
0: attention to what time his interview was. That's kind of the height of it, you know? That's kind of the <laughs> height of a joke life moment, really, that you've gone above and beyond in every single way except the one in which it matters.
1: Right, the actual important one.
0: Right. So mine's kind of like that, but it's a little like more complicated in a weird way. Um, Bush, our listener, and my friend, a co-worker, texted me to say, hey, your car got a ticket at the Metro lot. Like, no. what's that about? And I was like, oh, no, because you're not supposed to have... It's complicated. But basically, I was like not sure if I could park there and so I was pulling a scam where I got a fake like I got a tap card and I put some money on it and I went and clicked the tap so that it looked like I went on the train but I didn't actually go on the train, which like legally is weird, but like you can kind of do it and I don't know. I was like they, they caught don't on. Know if I actually well, no. The ticket was for something completely unrelated. It was for expired tags, oh. which I paid for my tags it's just I never got them and then I forgot about it and never did anything about it you know me so that's joke life moment is like stressing out about getting a ticket for one thing and getting a ticket for something completely unrelated like an idiot
1: that's a very Jimmy problem Jimmy's always like juggling his various scams he's pulling on the DMV right Uh, okay hang on I didn't prepare a joke life moment I had to yell at my cat last night for eating my lettuce I'm trying to grow
0: that's pretty good. <laughs> and then Sarah texted me. Like, cause the joke is also that you have cats that do that, but that also that you're growing your own food now. I don't know. It's lots of jokes.
1: My lettuce is beautiful. Sarah texted me. and was like, what's all that here yelling of no, I'm hearing like from a distance. She was like, are my kids in there? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, turns out why the lettuce on the left is smaller than the other three isn't because it's not getting enough light it's because Grayson's eating it.
0: I told you they were going to do this and you were very like dismissive at the plant store you're like, "Oh, my cats wouldn't eat lettuce."
1: Well, I was like, "Well, yeah, I was like it'll be fine." Um well, anyway, he understands what no means, so I just have to like like when he wants to Not escape, enough. yeah. When he wants to, like, I'll open the door, and he'll. When I'm coming home, I'll open the door, and he'll look like he wants to go on an adventure. And I open the door, and I say no, and he looks at me like please. And I say no, and he like takes a step back, and I say no, and he like hops up on the counter maybe and just waits for me to come in. So I just maybe like this he. This is the joke life moment. He knows what no means. No means no. <laughs> so I, now I just have to make sure that's clear about the,
0: uh, the lettuce listeners you yes. can find us at twogirlstalking.club please rate us, please review us write um, your feelings in the box to- Write your feelings in the box. Um, We got a lot of new listeners this week. We got a lot of new listeners, and that's all thanks to you guys and the good work that you're doing out there, spreading the word, passing out flyers, sandwich boards, skywriting. Tripoding it up. Ooh, Ellie just came in. We're recording Uh, the podcast, Ellie. Ellie, say, this is the two girls talking podcast. Say,
1: this is the two girls talking podcast. This is the two girls talking podcast. Good job. I love that. Thank you, Ellie. Um, can you say leave us a five-star review on iTunes? Leave us a um, five-star review
0: on iTunes. Thank you. Yeah. You heard it
1: here, folks.
0: <laughs> now it's three girls talking, and what could be better than that? Uh, three girls talking indeed.
1: All right. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.